welcome to episode 8 of Button Mashers, the podcast where we talk about video games, news, releases, and gush over some of our favorite things. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Chris. I'm Connor. And uh, we'll be guiding you through the news and stories today. Um, what we have coming up for the show, uh, we have some interesting stories, including some PS4 and Switch sales and... Uh, uh, stuff. Uh, topic of the show and later. Most importantly, yeah, free games. F- free games. Uh, Lots for, of free games. For August, we'll talk about those. A uh, topic of the show for for later is about the curation of storefronts. Clean um, up your storefronts. Yes. Um, Clean them up, please. You're so, idiots. You're all dumb. <laughs> absolutely. So that's what's coming up today. Um, and uh, but before, ugh, let me say that again, because words. It's words. Late. Who needs them? It's once again late at night. <laughs> yeah. It's another late night edition because schedules work. Yeah. We're going to be as consistent as we can with these folks, but life life um, gets in the way. Anyway, before I do all that, let's talk about what we have been playing. Connor, hit us off. All right. Uh, again, obviously, Titanfall 2, my main game. I'm always playing it. It's awesome. Um, new DLC just got released with like a horde mode. It's really fun. Uh, I've had some great matches. Um, just a weekly check-in, you know. Still great. Still loving it. Probably going to be playing it for the rest of my life. Um, beyond that, uh, I did manage to keep the promise that we made last episode to play mm-hmm. Horizon. Yeah. I kept it for five minutes. That was about it. I was just, I was on my way into work, and I was just like, oh, I need to play Horizon Zero Dawn, don't I? Oh, well, it's a fun game. I plopped it in i killed some watchers and uh, i believe it's a stampeder it's the like the big bison bison one that has drill horns i forget their names but you yeah, know what? their names are tough to remember that's all right uh, it was really fun it was just messing around for five minutes still a great blast of a game you know mm-hmm. what i might just buy the dlc and i've been looking for dying light too after the uh the story we ran last week with the uh upcoming free dlc and yep. you know what once i beat one of the games that i've still have to beat probably doom um i'm gonna pick it up that that's lovely dying light uh i honestly really enjoyed my time with it i played like two-thirds of it it is just so much fun so much fun. and i believe like some of their dlc was like oh have here have some buggies to drive around and it's like oh that's super cool that's just that's just great um anything else uh you've had on your ducket oh yeah <laughs> because the reason i was so scrapped for time with horizon zero dawn was because I just started playing For Honor, and it just, it clicked for me. It just, it finally clicked. Whereas before, it had been frustrating and annoying, and I just, I couldn't mm-hmm. get into it. All of a sudden, I started playing it, and mm-hmm. I went through the final two-thirds of the campaign and had a blast the whole time. I had amazing duels, and, ah, I love that game now. I started playing multiplayer, and it's even more fun than the single player was. Are you having connection issues at all? Yes, actually, but not on my end. People rage quit. The salt in that community is incredible, and people just, they, they leave. And because it's peer-to-peer, which is probably a horrible idea, come on, Ubisoft, um, you know, as soon as the host leaves, you have to figure out the new host, and it, that takes a second. But, but server issues are not a thing for you? So far, no, but I've only played, like, wow. an hour of multiplayer. I'm sure okay. if, I, if we come back next week and I've played more, I... I might just start ranting about how awful the server issues are for Ubisoft and they got to fix that mm-hmm. for For Honor because it's a great game and you should play it. Yeah. That's what I've been playing this week. Yeah. The, it's interesting because a, some of the stories that have been coming out are like 
f- f- updates for For Honor are saying like, all right, we're going to fix the servers. Like, calm down because a lot of players are having connection issues. Um, just straight up getting dropped out of matches and everything. Um, what you just heard was like water being poured into a cup for you audio listeners. Just yes, I am drinking water right like, now. Nobody's like peeing in the studio or anything. Just that you know. Sure. Yeah, you don't know what's happening behind the borders of this camera. You can't see anything. Uh, you can see nothing. Or behind that wall. You see nothing. Uh, yeah. Um, but but that's fun. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying For Honor. A yeah. lot of people like seem to have um like uh there although their numbers have dropped it really only seems at least from my perspective to be because of server stuff not because of the content oh yeah yeah i mean like you know there are microtransactions in it but well, i don't think that's a game yeah. killer for we'll, this game we'll see if it comes climbs back up kind of like rainbow did i hope so i really do cuz i would love to play more duels than just you know dominion um anything else uh, no, that's about it. Alrighty. Good for, games, good times. For me, uh, largely, um, two games, Horizon, and I've been popping in and out of stuff. So, uh, obviously, I've been putting, like, a ridiculous amount of hours into Rocket League. Like, mm-hmm. it is it is getting worrisome. I play for more than an hour a day now. <laughs> there's, no, there's no such thing as worrisome. Um, Especially not when it comes to Rocket yeah, League. That is I'm now, a fun game. I'm now... Um, I'm now gold one, rank three, I believe. Um, I don't know what that means, but it sounds impressive. It's, it's really not. I'm finally joining where most of the player base is. <laughs> like right. the, your average competitive, like the middle of the bell curve is the, is the gold section of the players. But I, I like, you know, how there's two types of players, some whom, stress like makes them play better and some whom stress just cracks open yeah i'm the guy who stress cracks open so it takes me a long time to get good at a competitive game because like man when you when you miss a hit and your players are like what are you doing and then it's like i'm sorry like it it hurts it's hurt hurts a lot just you just gotta let go. That's that's all. Yeah. That's what I've been doing with For Honor. It's what I do with Titanfall Two. Whenever yeah. I play multiplayer game, I just I step back and I just, I let go. Yeah, it's like hey, it's a game. It's not like I'm planning to play it professional professionally or anything. No. But besides that, Horizon. Interesting story there. I popped back in, and I didn't realize that where when I left the game last was in the middle of a quest of like the finale of a quest Oops. with like a giant boss battle. Oops. So I got just my ass handed <laughs> to me over and over. Until you realize, oh, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, this is what the shoot uh, button is again. This is how I jump. But the thing is like, it was the best, also the best possible way to jump back in because you jump back into like an Most intense incredible... Situation action sequence where like there's an enemy camp but they have like some tied down robots so like i'm sneaking behind the enemies and like slowly hacking their machines so that when i like slice open their 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 uh, chains they just go ravaging on their own people and i'm just like standing there like yeah i don't have to do anything it's it's incredible and also like my troops are like busting in the front and like shooting bows it was so freaking cool and then like immediately after that i go back to the city and i find out there's like a giant bomb like in one of the houses and i have to like like throw it off uh, like i have to somehow transport it outside the city limit limit so it doesn't explode and then there's like 
the real boss battle, which is not like a bunch of guys, but like one really good guy. And like, not really good. Like, I haven't beaten the game yet. No spoilers, please. No, 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 no. This is this is like not even close to the ending. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's just like a boss battle where I'm like fighting for over a city, and it's it's incredible. It was so much fun because there's a point where he's like, "Eat this," and like, um, classic. Four dialogue. of four of the. That's not what he says, but that's the gist of it. And like three or four of those like eagle machines pop up and you're just like, oh, no, <laughs> uh, um, no, thank yeah. you, please. So I immediately busted out the gun that like ties them down to the ground. That was just so much fun. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's a fun one. Now, that game is just so good. And I have to I have to beat it. I, I I'm going to so many games. I'm going to promise too. myself to beat that game if I beat a game like I beat Zelda. I bet I could do it. I want to beat the game before the DLC comes out. Yeah, that's a that's a good goal. We let's, should we should beat, beat Horizon Zero Dawn before the DLC comes. Let's out. let's beat it really soon because August is insane right now. August is pretty insane, and there's a lot of good games coming. Like and Uncharted is my dropping, wallet is afraid and I'm right just, now. I'm just ready. I'm just like come at me, come at me, Uncharted. Yeah, oh my Uncharted! I forgot about Uncharted. Yes. Yeah. Um. Did you? So just a little, little side note. Did you see the gameplay demo? Uh, I actually have not seen the gameplay demo. I have had no time, but it's so, on my to-do list. Right so now. here's the thing that I want to tell you, and I'm glad you didn't see it because oh. we're going to get your live reactions. So you know how there was that section in Uncharted 4 where you could just drive around with a truck and there's multiple paths and stuff? Yeah. So Lost Legacy is basically just that, but <gasps> a little bit bigger with like more shit to do. Is it and- open world? Sort of. It's like a micro open world. So it's like a small air, smaller area. It's not big. It is an open world in that sense that you can explore it however you want in whatever order you want. So it's like one but of the cities from Assassin's Creed. Kind of. Yeah. From the early it's, Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah. It's, it, it's kind of like that. But the good thing about that is like Naughty Dog, it's not at such a scale where they can't handcraft all of the stuff. Right. You know? And it's really cool because like Chloe walks up into this like tower and starts like opening stuff and her version of Drake's notebook is a map and she pulls up the map and like you suddenly you have points to like go to and I was like oh that my just god that sounds like Assassin's Creed Naughty oh Dog style god. I love this idea this is incredible <laughs> I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna watch it yeah anyway uh so um that's awesome Horizon's awesome I also played a little bit of Seven Days to Die Ooh, fun game uh, that game is really fun when you have people to play with mm. um and I've been noticing this with a lot of games recently. It's like there's so many good games that are coming out that are like really fun if you have two from anywhere from two to four sea of these. Exactly. Anywhere from two to four people that you can group up with and just wreck shop. That's like so much fun. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to shout out this little app called I think it's like Game Link or Gamers Link. Ooh. It's really neat. I've been using it to match up in Rocket League. You can send out this thing that they call a beacon, and you just say, uh, I'm on PS4 playing Rocket League. I am gold one looking to rank up, uh, uh, open to mic or no mic, and then you send it out, and then people come and join you. So it's um, Tinder for nerds. Ca- yes. I love it. Yes. I'm going to get that on my phone. It's, it, and it's it's really neat. Uh, so, so um Actually, that that would come in huge handy for some of the releases that are coming out this yeah. week. But we'll, we'll get to those. Uh, anyway, so that's what I've been playing. Uh, what games. a what a good time to be alive! Yeah, what a, what a great week Ooh. for games just to play 
Oh, uh, I do want to add one new mm-hmm. story, but we'll add that at the end of the new story. So I just, okay. I just thought of this. Anyway, uh, well, with that said, let's get right into the news. First oh my story. god, I immediately regret saying it in that tone. Um, anyway, um, first story, uh, new free games for PlayStation Plus and games for gold have come up. So we're going best for best first, you know, we're just blowing our load with all the, yes. the best story free games. So um, if you have PlayStation Plus, Sony is gifting you with Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. So if you're asking yourself like me, which one was that again? Yeah, that's exactly um, what I'm asking myself. You're you're right to do that because it was a standalone DLC for Black Flag, oh. which sort of lives oh. in this weird DLC, but also kind of standalone, like Uncharted Lost Legacy lives in. Uh, it's like in that Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. Yeah, it lives in that same category, so you don't need to own the. Uh, the black flag to to play this but this is basically like edward kenway's quartermaster's story something like that oh i forget his name ah um oh, i don't know yeah. but he was, he was like badass. the best character in that game so so that you're getting that for free um on ps4 you're also getting down well which i have no idea what it is but also no but also just cause three that's a surprise now, that's that's a fairly recent game. It's what less than a year old yeah uh, it wasn't i think i think it's because it wasn't received as well as it as they hoped no, it would it wasn't but for for free that's excellent like what oh, yeah. i love about some of these games is like once you set them to oh i can just grab this the quality just immediately jumps because you don't have this expectation of getting value out of your purchase no um i had a similar experience with that um transformers game which is like um oh it's the transformers game that's cartoony and has like devastation who yeah who made that i can't remember the platinum name. games platinum games my boys platinum like games that, that was free on ps plus for a while and that like made that game so much more fun um i mean it's it's the 80s cartoon with the platinum games style of combat and yes that just sounds awesome it's, it's i'm just saying that it sounds awesome it's it's really fun uh also on ps3 you're getting snake ball and super motherload never heard of them don't know what that is on vita downwell and level 22 don't know what that is, but check them all out. I mean, they sound fun. Even if you don't like any of them. It's free games. It's free games. Just claim them. Just yeah. go to your PlayStation store. Play them for you two know, hours if you don't the, like them. The, the best way to do it, I highly recommend, is just on their website from your Chrome browser. Just sign into there and claim them all and just hit purchase. It's free. Like, it's why awful. not? You know? Now onto the games. On Xbox. On Xbox, we have Slime Rancher, which is yes. so much fun. Yes, that's... The, I'm, Definitely picking that up. Uh, there's also that's on Xbox One. There's also Trials Fusion, which sounds incredible. Xbox One, uh, Bayonetta, <laughs> Bayonetta's coming up. Yes, that's I love 360 so and Xbox One, and also Red Faction Armageddon, Xbox 360 and Xbox One, which apparently is a great game, but I um I've I have close to zero context about what it actually is. I I've think just it's... heard it's great. It's got one of those like fully destructible environment games, and it's oh, just okay. a it's a red faction game. Nice. It's it's a red faction. It's a shooter, and you can blow stuff up with magnets and rebuild it after it's done. That sounds like a fun time, especially for free. Yes. Um. Yeah. Alrighty. So that was our first story. Just all around goodness. Free just, games. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the games are. They're free. I mean, like even recently, what I've been doing a lot is like I. I very rarely buy a 60 or even a $30 game. 
Like, if I'm feeling like playing something new, I either check something out that I claimed for my PS Plus backlog, or I just go to Humble Bundle and I get, like, 10 games for, like, 50 cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Humble Bundle. It's the best. Um, alrighty, moving on. Next story. Next thing is about Metroid, Samus Returns, ties DLC to Amiibos. This story comes to us from Polygon. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar, I'm just going to read some of the article. Um, some content in upcoming Nintendo 3DS game Metroid Samus Returns, including an optional difficulty mode called Fusion Mode, appears to require the use of Nintendo's Amiibo figures to unlock. They unlock a hard mode, an art gallery, and some other extras. Um, the weird thing is, you still also have to complete... Uh, according, if, if I'm reading the article correctly, you still have to beat the game once to unlock the hard mode too. So you're paying DLC that you then have to f unlock. Like you're, mm -hmm. it's weird. It's a, I'll tell you why it's not weird for, because of business money, um, money, 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 money. For, 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 it's what it is for audio listeners. Connor was pretending to make it rain. Yes. I was making it rain because it's all about the money. They just want to sell amiibos so that they can make the money. I, I'm not opposed to doing stuff like art gallery or whatever. You get some extra tank of energy or something stupid like that. But the hard mode feels a little bit pushing it. Um, the the like the amiibo is twelve bucks, and that just doesn't seem right. You know, like no, no, it doesn't. And they have this stupid thing with like the reader. For how much Nintendo loves friend codes, like they could have just slapped some a dumb code into the box, make it cost like five bucks. Um, I just I'm gonna keep saying money. You know, it's it's that's all it is. I understand that. It's just like there there is something fun about collecting amiibos. It's just I mean, if you want to do it, go for it. You it's know, but just in such a bad context, like. This is what I what this is why I have such a love hate relationship with Nintendo because it's like oh you make something really great but then there's these three barriers of like yeah. really stupid um you to, to get through to it. the great and it's just so frustrating oh yeah it's, yeah anyway I love you Nintendo but yeah get your act together stop charging us extra, extra money it's just it's not it's not on, worth it on the other hand though I mean it's it's really just hard mode, and I I have a hard time imagining that yeah. like a lot of Metroid fans play Metroid for the difficulty. Um, so I think some definitely do. You some like do. I mean, a lot of the hardcore, you know, th that sliver of hardcore that really wants the hard mode but isn't planning on getting the amiibo in the first place. I bet yeah. you it's smaller than we think. So I don't think it's crazy. It's just like oh, you're you're doing so well, just. Just, just a little, just push a little bit, a little bit harder. You're almost there where people think you're great again. Almost. Just anyway. Um, hang on. I got to mess with my wire a little bit. Um, Damn you, headphones. They're up. Yeah, it's the headphones are coming in and out. out. Ah, perfect. Perfect. I am nice and clear, crystal clear once again. Technology issues. Don't worry about it. They happen. Alrighty. Uh, next uh, story. Um, next story. Polygon's Fall Games Guide. So I found this really great because of what we've been saying is how oh, yeah. August is loaded with so many games. Polygon has put together this really neat sort of website. 
it's not a website, it's on their website, but it's a section of their website where it has like a lot of the games coming in the next, I think, two to three months. Um, and then like for the rest of the fall and you can like filter it, but like you can click things like I'm looking for a game on PS4 for relatively cheap that's coming out in, let's say, August or September. It's a and shopping you click list. all those things and it tells you, hey, th- these are some things that are high quality and also in that range. Um, so I think that's like really cool and neat so you can find a game that fits your needs because a lot of a lot of times, you know, um, it's really hard to pick something that you can trust. You're going to spend your money well yeah. when you're browsing yeah. a game's storefront. Uh, but more about that later, I guess. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a shopping list. You know, that's exactly yeah. what it is. I'm I'm not complaining. But because... it's a highly curated shopping list. Oh, which yeah. Is what like, I appreciate. I'm not complaining about it at yeah. all. You know, it's just the fact that you can say, this is what I'm interested in buying. Okay, yeah. here are some examples. It's, it's I understand the like, problem with people it. who want to browse, but mm-hmm. sometimes if you want to, if you're looking for something very specific, right. uh, curation Like helps. for me, the problem is like on Steam a lot of the times, like I see a really cool game and it's like, oh, that looks cool. But then I'm like, does it just look cool or is it actually good? Right. Like how 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 far does the does this good trailer carry the actual game? Whereas if you trust Polygon, you know you can you can do do a little bit of research and and like figure it out. And I guess I could do that too. Fair warning, gave um, Bayonetta to a six because they thought Bayonetta was too sexy. True story. Look it up. Well, you know. Uh, it's a giant corporation, and they review yeah, so games poorly sometimes. Take any review that they make or any recommendation that they yeah. make with a grain of salt. In the end, the only critic you can trust is yourself. What a beautiful little thing to end on. Anyway, I just thought that was a that was a cool thing to mention. Yeah, the uh, list is great. The, the but, list, know. the website, and yeah, so you can help yourself figure out what you want to get. Um, Speaking of getting things, next story. Uh, next story... It's it's not exactly hot or recent, but uh, PlayStation Plus there was a price increase in the subscription fee. Um, it's not hap- it's happened already in America a while ago. So for America, this doesn't matter. Uh, this is just other regions in the world catching up. Uh, basically, with the equivalent of what happened here was from fifty bucks to sixty bucks. Um, the Gotta weird compete thing with is, Microsoft. The weird thing is, like, there's really isn't a statement about it. Too nope. much. Uh, tech, ra- tech radar happened. writes last week a pretty substantial price hike hit the UK's PlayStation Plus service, mirroring a similar increase that hit the services US customers last year. Mm. Sony didn't announce mm. any changes to the service alongside the price change, but could mm. but could bundling in a PlayStation Now subscription be an option for Sony to mm. explore to make the service better, a better value? Um, yes. It it could bundle it. I think I think the the tough part with it would be that like a lot of people are saying, well, why don't just make it a more expensive tier so that people who don't want it don't have it shoved into their face. Uh, Um, To that I say because nobody wants this, so to make it profitable, Sony is forced to shove it in your face. Let's be real. Yeah, nobody cares about PlayStation now. That's like that's probably why why they're like we'll just slide it over on the table. You yeah, know? it's like why why do you think that 
with, you know, Microsoft used to have Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Live Silver. But everybody either went with, went with for Gold because Gold was the only one that did multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Silver just granted you access to the, the, the store. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you want to buy games on our store? Uh, just give us a little extra cash on the side. Yeah, it just it it didn't it didn't work. It was not as good idea for a two tier system. And while this is the opposite right. direct, if you know if there were tiers that mm-hmm. had more benefits, you know, yeah. obviously people would go with the cheaper one, so long as you could still play in Call mm-hmm. of Duty, you know, multiplayer matches. For for me, it's just like I think this is more of like a re uh, a thing of the, the times are uh, moving on. Inflation is happening. Yeah. Servers are multiplying. There's more people playing more things. You know, it's just it costs more for them to keep it up. And uh, on top of that, it's like, you know, the thing that I would love, absolutely love is if they improve their freaking servers and their downloads. Please do that. Because please the the freaking PlayStation download speeds are insanely slow. And Yeah. It bothers me to no end. Yeah, when I like a few months ago I tried to re-download Bloodborne because I love that game and I want to play it again. Mm-hmm. Which is something I'm gonna do in the next couple of weeks. But I tried to start the download and it took it, it the original estimated download time was close to four hours. Now I don't live in like, you know, a, a highly awful web of Wi-Fi hub or anything like that, but I, it shouldn't take that long. An hour on Xbox should not be four hours on PlayStation. That's, that's what I'm going for. And it's like Steam's download times are so good now. It's like, why can you just, just fix it? Well, I mean, you know, Steam is Steam. Yeah. Like uh, on, on my PC, which is right, uh, right here is the camera you're looking at. Yeah. Which is right next to my PlayStation, which is over down there. Um, is, uh, like my PC will download one gig relatively quickly. It's probably like at most it will be, you know, t- like 10, 20 minutes. Um, and on my PS4, it's, you know, 30, 40, 50. It's just, it's more than double at least. And I don't have great Wi-Fi either. So it's, it's just frustrating. So... I hope this price increase helps them do that, but it seems like the technical back end of the PlayStation storefront is a nightmare. Yeah. Because yeah. you still can't change your name. You nope. S- can't change your country. Nope. Which sucks for me because I moved to the United States from Europe and my country is tied to Slovak. Like my country is tied to my account, so I can't change it. So I can't buy Rocket League keys. I literally cannot participate in the microtransactions for that game. I have crates in my inventory that I can't open and I can't pay to open them. (laughs) I to open a crate on my account. I literally have to go to a shady website, buy some keys, meet up with some random player so that he can trade me the key so that I can open, (laughs) open the crates. If you just let me change the country of origin, then I could freaking migrate my account to the U.S. store and just buy the keys. I want to give you money. You won't let me. Yeah. Oh, Sony. 
but we'll get into their bag of sins in a little bit. Yeah, well, we'll talk. Uh, speaking of Sony. First off, our final story. Yeah, speaking of Sony and speaking of um, not letting you buy money as Nintendo likes to do, uh, our final story comes uh, to us from Express, which is like a UK website. Um, uh, it talks about PS4 and Nintendo Switch sales. We're gonna this get is some numbers here. Very interesting. To Economics. Me. Um, PS4 has now sold 63.3 million units worldwide. <laughs> a big number. Um, wow. So we'll start off with that. Um, Sony has Sony has revealed uh, that information. Um, but there's one bit that will be of great interest to Nintendo Switch fans. Um, uh, the PS4 is now 4 million behind the Nintendo 3DS and 20 million behind the PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, I didn't know that that many of them sold, but I mean, I mean they had a 10 year life cycle. So they did. I, I uh, bet that makes sense. I'm wondering if these numbers have been put together for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, you know, like the eighth generation of consoles. Well, if you think about it, seven PS4 is 2013. So it's roughly four years now out. Yeah. Um, which is like a little bit less than half of a 10 year life cycle. Like the PS3 and Xbox 360 had. So for 63 million PS4 sold in four years, it wouldn't make sense. Like, if if you add if if you double the life cycle for last gen, the those numbers seem to add up for me. But hey, maybe we got something wrong. Let us know in the comments. We'll figure it out. Um, but Nintendo also revealed that since launch, the Nintendo Switch has sold an impressive four point seven million units. It's a lot of switches uh, this that is I don't have. This is the, between the period of March third and June thirtieth this year. Um. The oh. sales figures for PS4 and Switch do cover a different amount of time, um, with the Nintendo figures covering an extra four weeks compared to Sony. But in if if all right, it's four extra weeks, but it, the Switch is still outsold the PS4 in that time frame. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, five million units in four weeks. In no, it's in um, March third and June thirtieth. So like, uh. 12 weeks. Yeah. Wow. It's that's huge. That's kind of insane. And we're looking at Nintendo. Like I'm getting the feeling that soon enough, the switch will overtake the Xbox. <laughs> I would not be surprised, especially if they keep pushing the one X. Um, yeah. And the, the, it's going to be interesting to see where those numbers uh, like hit their peak and start to slow down a little bit. Um, it's going to be interesting to gauge how many like n- Nintendo folks are out there. Um, and hey, I still don't have one. So, you know what? I'll buy one. I'll buy one when I have money and time. And Xbox uh, needs to get their act together. To Xbox be needs to really pull something out of their butt right now if they want to stay in this race. Yeah. Because they're losing badly. I love how they their E3 press conference was like, we have so many exclusives. And then at the end, everybody was like, well, we don't care about like most of them. <laughs> I care about Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Anthem looks great. I mean, that, oh, that's not exclusive, though. Cool. I'll get those on my PC. <laughs> I'm fine. Now that those were exclusive to Xbox One. Um. Anyway, that's the end <sighs> of the news. Um. 
some kind of jingle. Um, we'll put a jingle there. Now I'm sad because I'm we, considering we sh- the fact that we should have ended no on reason the- for me to own the Xbox One anymore. Yeah, we should have really like ended with the free games. That that made me just feel so good. And then yeah, this last story was like, let's oh, learn no. and end with free games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Always that end ta- with free games. In that time of the month, we'll end with free games. Good to know. Um, alrighty. Um, well, um, news is over. Let's talk about the topic of the show. Topic of the show. So- Clean up your storefronts, goddammit. I'm talking to all y'all. <laughs> I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to Steam. I'm talking to Sony. I'm talking to Microsoft. I'm talking to everybody because you got some serious garbage that you're selling to us right now. Yeah. You know that? I mean, if, like, it's <sighs> not as easy as it looks, you know? Um, so the topic of the show is the it, the question really is how much curation do game storefronts need? Um, and just to sort of fill you in, um, there is like a issue of how much uh, the PlayStation Store, Xbox Store, and Steam, and the Switch Store now too, uh, the Switch eShop, uh, how much do they curate what you see on it and what you don't? Because they it, don't. Because if if they curated too much, then they don't want to choke out the small games that might break be breakout successes like Minecraft and make them a butt ton of money. At the same time, if they curated very little, then we have a Steam Greenlight situation where like a bunch of crappy stuff floods the gates. And it seems like they're leaning yeah. towards that yeah that solution. That's that's the one that they're going yeah. for. And like YouTube sort of has the same issue where a ton of Crap floods the gates all the time, but YouTube's algorithm has now, after 10 years of working, uh, gotten really good at saying, oh, this video is stupid. This video is stupid. This video is okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and so uh, there's uh, the same needs to happen for the game stores, but it's it. I guess it's not as easy with video games as it is with videos because it's not like a direct... Um, one-to-one, oh, I go watch a video, and then YouTube tracks all this shit of, yeah. like, how long I watched but- and everything. Um, In that case, you need some human oversight. You need human oversight, especially with some of the shit that is on these stores, because um, let's just let's just list some of the stuff. What's the classic one? Life of Black Tiger. That's how they chose to launch indie titles on the PlayStation Store. The thing that surprised me about that one, that one's featured on the PlayStation's YouTube channel. It is. It's advertised there. It is, which is kind it's of insane real. to me. Um, I wonder. Why? I wonder if the algorithm decides what videos go up on PlayStation's YouTube page. The algorithm is drunk. I don't understand how um, how some of the shit that got there got there. Anyway, so just to give you a little bit more context, um, we have had some issues with Nintendo third. Uh, like Nintendo has had some. Not say for work games that have anime been date rape to its store. Uh, it's true. Anime wait, date rape. That's a thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's all on over the Steam. Nintendo eShop. I would not be surprised. All right, but it's not confirmed that it's there. No, but I'm ge- I'm betting that it's there. Ten bucks, it's there. All right. Um, the first comment uh, who proves us that it's there gets Connor's money. No. Yeah, you get my money if you prove me right. Uh, I think. Or prove me wrong. 
Never mind. All right. Let's just forget. Continuing. Uh, yeah, we we already mentioned Life of Black Tiger. Steam Direct has also leaked some bad stuff again. And we also have acid flips and a bunch of stuff. And, like, the last thing that everybody wants is for these stores to turn into the App Store, which is just flooded with tons and tons of garbage. No, no, no. It's, not the, la- it's the last thing that the gamers want. It's not the last thing that the companies want. Because oh, the- they see how, like, the, the App Store makes boatloads of money. Yeah, totally. They love it. Um, they secretly do want it. I think clearly what they want. I think they're. I think their whole like, oh, we want to make sure that gamers have the right games is like partially true, partially an excuse. Oh yeah, for them to say we don't want to monitor shit because it we don't want money anything. Yeah, because you never know when the next gold mine might pop up. Yeah, exactly. What's the next Minecraft? You know, what's next Minecraft? What's next? What was it? Was a big runaway success besides Minecraft? That's a good one. I don't think I can. Well, Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah, that game came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, everybody was playing it. Yeah, like, uh, those runaway successes. And, like, Rocket League could have easily ended up being, like, a tiny indie game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I expected it to. And yet, it was awesome. Yeah, because they were, like, really good at communicating with their player base. How much do you think that these companies need to intervene with their stores. I think they should have an absolute, like just constant monitor of their stores because this is, this is how they choose to represent themselves to their customers, to people who are spending money in their marketplaces. And this is what you feed them. Sony, you're going to just give us life of black tiger. You're going to give us a game that barely functions. I you're going to give us a game games that, Steam Greenlight said no to. <laughs> that's that's honestly kind of hilarious. Uh, that Steam Green Steam Greenlight rejects come to the PlayStation now, and also like for really egregious prices, like double what they were charging for on Steam. Okay, I'm gonna quote my a fellow and professional and excellent YouTuber named Jim Sterling when I say that there is game there are games on both the Xbox One store. And the PlayStation Store, I believe it's called Horse Race Simulator, that is a mobile game, which is free on Android, and is $10 on either store. Love it. I, I gotta love it. I there, There's something I do want to disagree with you on, and that's the human oversight. I think I... Whether... I obviously we don't have any insight into the back end of the technical nightmare that monitoring these stores is. No, but um, I don't think human whether human oversight is possible or not. Let's toss that aside. I don't think human oversight is a good idea because it's always subjective. And I understand that some games can like really, really, really easily be told to be trash um, and be seemed as trash by like just about everybody. Right. I'm not looking for like artistic choices here. Right. I'm looking for quality control. I'm looking for games that work. Games that have more than one loop of gameplay for an hour and then you win. Right, but it's still like <sighs> the the lines get blurry because there are some games that are like really fun joke games. Um which obviously I'd never buy, but like there's this game that that where the whole point of it was just to like the to be a joke. It was called like uh, My Name Is Mayo or something, and it was like a cookie clicker game, 
But it like advertised itself as a joke game, and so like I thought that was like I mean, funny. Only, it could only get away with that on Steam Greenlight. I'm just gonna say that, that was right on now. PlayStation Store, by the way. Um, Connor's leaving. <laughs> no, he's not leaving. He's crying. Sorry uh, to our audio listeners. But the the thing is, I what I think, what I think is really interesting that I've seen Sony do, is they're taking some of their developers. And turning them into their version of Steam curators. Like Team Sh- Tim Schafer from Double Fine Games mm-hmm. is featured on the PlayStation Store as a creator. And you can see what he recommends so that so that you can find quality games that way, which I think is a really interesting way of doing it. I mean, that's all well and good. Tim Schafer is a great game developer, but yeah, and there's like not everyone knows who Tim Schafer is. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, they, who's going to take his recommendation if they don't know? Who so, he is. so that's the thing. There are multiple game devs there, and it has a little thing like who they are, what they make, and then you can click on them and see what they recommend. Kind of like you see Total Biscuit as a curator on Steam and stuff like that. Right. Uh, and I think that's a really interesting way of doing it because you get a lot of varied perspectives. I think if I don't think it's necessary to do human oversight and to monitor everything that floods into the store. I think if they can just successfully bury the crap like YouTube does, I think that's effective enough. But that's what I'm talking about. You need that oversight so that you can bury the crap. We don't have 10 years to get perfect the algorithm. But the thing is, there there's so much that's being uploaded. I bet you that human oversight is too expensive either too expensive or just straight up impossible. Like you need so many to hire so many people. Um, you set up a pipeline. That's all you got to do. You set up a pipeline. You'd be like, okay, look at one game at a time. If it works, it's on the store. But these games technically do work. They run. <sighs> I, I mean, like, there, there has to be a standard of quality. We were talking about Slime Rancher earlier for the games with gold. Mm-hmm. That is a game that deserves to be on storefronts as an indie game because it is inventive, it is creative, it's interesting, it has its own wonderful, unique art, and I love it. However, Life of Black Tiger should not be on the Steam store. It should not be on the PlayStation the, the PlayStation store. It shouldn't be on any store because it's it's barely a game. The the thing that's interesting to me that like I could see the oversight working in the way where it's like as soon as like a shit game that shouldn't be there gets traction that you have like a team of people that go, Oh, this game's getting traction. Take it down. Um, But I think it's still better to just over time teach the algorithm um, because it's like, that's where the future is. Like the human oversight isn't a complete solution and I'm okay with waiting for uh for them to perfect the algorithm so that they don't have to worry about it. Not that they don't have to worry about it, but so they can start to improve the situation. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with them, you know, taking time to mm-hmm. develop this algorithm and let it practice and perfect it so that it gets to be as good as it can be. But I, I expect some kind of quality control while they're doing that. I know it, it would probably be expensive, but you know what? They're hurting their own image with this. They really are. I understand that. I think, like, I think, like, with games like Life of Black Tiger, like, um, you know, all that, uh, all the acid flips and stuff, like, one day it would be 
good for them to say, oh, this game is getting traction, take it down. Um, I think that's possible. I don't think it's possible for them to go through everything that gets uploaded to the store. I think just the ones that that start to, you know, rise their heads out of the, like, pile of garbage, you just sort of shove it back down. I think I think that may be something that's a, that's a possibility. But, I mean, that'll kind of work, but... But I don't think... <laughs> There's also this practical business side of things where yeah. they just go, oh, why? we're not going to spend that kind of money. It's still too expensive. Yeah, but just take a moment. Look at what you're selling. This is the system that has the Uncharted series of on it, The Last of Us on it, Horizon. and Horizon Zero Dawn on it has so many great games that are exclusive to that system, include, and including the ones I just said, plus Persona, plus Until Dawn, which I think is also free, or at least on sale right now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just all of those great games, and you're going to add stuff like this. It's just the, the laziest, unappealing, terrible games, and you're going to say that is part of the same lineup without a, without a, a mention or a nod or anything. You're just going to be like, this is it's, what we're going to show off it, on our YouTube channel. It's really, the YouTube part is like the most befuddling to me. It's like, you're, the, that video is still up. Yeah, why is it still up? You, Take it down! You took down the video that had Xbox buttons on Anthem, uh, where you could see the Xbox buttons under the PlayStation buttons on the video, but you, you're not taking down this? Like, get your priorities straight. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised to find out that this sort of like Photoshop the buttons on doesn't happen more than, more than that, and we just don't notice. But for, excuse me, for these kinds of games to get on the store, it's it's not good for anyone. No, it's bad for the consumer. It's right. bad. It's really bad for the developer because this is the you only get one chance for a first impression, and if it's bad. You're never going to get that first impression back. I mean, yeah, practice, take your time, but by God, do not let this be the first thing that comes out into the wild to show off exactly what kind of creative work you can do in video games. It, it's just, it, it's fascinating, and I'm really interested to see how they try to fix it going forward. If they even do anything at all, who knows? Maybe. They have to. They, they, they have to. I mean, they kind of don't. PlayStation's been getting a bit cocky lately. Let's be real. They have been getting cocky, but you know, yeah. if 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 they get too cocky, they're gonna crash and burn. Yeah. Icarus flying too close to the sun, his wings melted. You know, end of story. Yeah, he melted and he died. They're they're gonna go the Xbox route. <laughs> they're and we numbers also are gonna that went. Their numbers are gonna drop. Anyway, that was topic of the show. Um, any final thoughts? I uh, just uh, companies. Uh, do something. I don't I don't care what, but set up some kind of quality control on your storefronts. You're just you're 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 hurting yourself, honestly. I think as you're lo- hurting yourself. So <laughs> I understand your frustration. I think as long as they come forward and show initiative and say, "Hey, we know there's been some shit. We're working on this. We're pulling the trailer for Life of Black Tiger." I'd be like, like I just, "All right, that's a step." Yeah, I just need a statement. I just need to know because that you're on. You haven't on even it. gotten that yet. I just need to know that you're on it. It's same like Steam Direct, rough launch. If Steam came out 
and said like, "Hey, listen, we're working on it. We're working on it. Sorry, like, okay, bear with us. All right, all right. I'm, I'm also like, fine. Okay, yeah. fine. That's New service. Good. You're working out the kinks. This is always the issue. Everybody says YouTube doesn't talk to its creators. Steam doesn't talk to us. PlayStation doesn't talk to us. It's like if like you maintain sounds, we think you're okay with the state of things. Yeah, nobody remembers." But Rocket League had server issues when it came out. It had big server issues. But they came out and they said, hey. We're working on it. We're working on it. Just bear with us. Just give us a couple days. And we're sorry. It worked. And it works just fine. And, like, you know what? I check out the Rocket League subreddit. And, like, the Psionics devs post on there all the time. Like, there was one, there was one guy who just randomly was like, wouldn't it be funny? Well, like, wouldn't it be fun for the game to have a beer pong mode? And like a psionics, uh, a psionics dev commented on it, said, "Thanks for the idea." Yeah, and that's all they said. Yeah, it's a great idea. <laughs> and 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 that's just so fun, you know. And like, I don't know. And some people like share on the subreddit. They're like, "Hey, like, I love this game. It, it means so much to me." And you see psionics dev comment and say, and "They're going thank and you." Say, and say, "Hey, we we really appreciate it. Thank you for enjoying our game." Yeah, you know what? That kind of community engagement is incredible. I mean, like, it's sad to say, but I I remember weeks ago when Greg Miller from Kind of Funny commented on a comment of mine. He replied to a comment of mine on one of their videos, and, like, it it made my day. Like, that kind of stuff is yeah. incredibly important in this day and age of yeah. streamers and YouTubers and, and digital media. Connections are power, even if it's just a passing connection. Anyway, um, we got to get to uh, start wrapping up the show. So let's go through re some releases. Okay. Um, Again, short list of releases. Just trying to find something just, worthwhile yeah. in the week between today, which is August 1st, timestamping mm -hmm. this, and August 8th, which is next week. Exactly. So came up with some games. Um, for those of you who played Gone Home, the game that really started the uh, walking simulator genre and kind of perfected it because... Say what you will about Gone Home. It had a great story. Uh, we have Tacoma by the same developer. Uh, it's more or less the same thing, just, you know, mm -hmm. it's in space this time, so they're going the prey route uh, so, with like they did with sorry. Arcane did with Dishonored. So this game know is flying a little bit under the radar. Do you think this will be, this is a, this is a sleeper that once it comes out, people will be, because Gone Home kind of went that route where everybody was like, eh, whatever, this thing's coming out. It came out and everybody was like, Oh shit! You gotta play this. Maybe it depends on again. It depends on how good the quality of the writing is, mm -hmm. and how much it doesn't feel like Gone Home. Because if it just feels like Gone Home again, it won't be a hit. Because we've already done that. We've done that to death I, with all the many simulators there are. I disagree because I think there's a large swath of people who have heard about Gone Home but didn't pick it up. Me included. I only played like an hour of it. At yeah. a friend's house. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I hear the story is incredible. So if Tacoma, people are like, oh, this is amazing. Gotta play it. It's just like gone, gone home, but better. In space. Like. Space! I'd be totally down. And I think there's a lot of people like me who have, like, you know, so a lot of the times you have the Borderlands 2 effect where people are like, oh, we heard how great the first one is. Let's jump in. Uh, I had that reverse effect. You didn't like the second one? No, I, I just no, I didn't pick it up. I refused to because of Aliens, Colonial Marines, and my personal boycott against Gearbox. Oh, okay. 
it's that, such a shame because I it looked like a fantastic game. I mean, it is. I bought that, and then I bought the Handsome Collection too. <laughs> I know those games are freaking I, I, fun, but I I'm sorry. I understand. I'm it's sorry, fine. Colonial Marines. It's just I can't I can't forgive them for that. And as such, did you buy it? I played enough of it. I did. I rented it for a couple days, and I it's the biggest disappointment. I'm so sorry in my life. And my soul was crushed, and now I can never play a Gearbox game again, even if it's something good. Battleborn looks great. Didn't touch it. Borderlands has looked great its entire run. Haven't touched it. I mean, you know, that's a respectable decision. You're voting with your wallet. Wallet. Not well, wallet. Voting with my wallet and voting with my principles in that I don't trust a lying bastard like Randy Pitchford. Ooh, some, some shade. Calling out you. I'm calling you out, Pitchford. Alrighty, let's move on to the next game. Ark Survival Evolved. Hey, you want to talk about a developer who used to be great and now kind of sucks? Yeah. Th- this game is finally getting its full release. The game that, personally, I don't really care for. I played a little bit. The th- <sighs> it's a game that requires a massive amount of time and investment. Like, it's a requirement to have fun. You have to play this game for days. It's It's like, there's some fun in it. The thing that really doesn't click with me about a lot of the survival games is a lot of their systems don't go quite far enough. Like, there's a system of, like, base building, but it's pretty basic. Oh, yeah, it's incredibly basic. Um, It's just like, oh, like, it's it's that Minecraft effect of when you first jump into Minecraft and you're like, oh, what do I do? And you build a square house and then you're like, now what? Now what? Yeah. Like, it's, it's that, but then you don't have... 10 billion YouTube videos like showing you how much they're having fun and how you could just steal their idea. Right. I mean, Ark is... It, it, it punishes you for playing alone, which I I kind of admire because it's like, you know, it's pushing you to be social and to tr- meet new people and to get your friends to play the game so that you can mm-hmm. all enjoy it together. I, but, you know, I just, I just, I just want to stab dodos and ride dinosaurs sometimes. I just want to have a bit more freeform. I don't have yeah. to keep leveling up so that I can constantly buy the new uh, ways and recipes to buy, uh, to build like saddles. I don't want to have to get to level 35 so I can learn how to make a saddle to ride a Carnotaur, but then also have to, you know, get mm. the materials for it, which are super rare and come from very specific animals. I have to put them together. I have to put that on the set on the Carnotaur. I have to tame the Carnotaur, which takes hours Game. All right, Connor, just yep, okay. three deep breaths. One, two, there you go. Three. There you go. I don't care for Ark very much, <laughs> even though there are dragons in it. I should love this game. I don't care for the game, but I should love it. Uh, Damn yeah. it. Um, I, I understand. Um, also, like, it's price jump. Uh, did they did they retract the the price hike after its initial release, or is it still? I don't bucks? remember. I haven't paid attention to Ark in a long time. Because yeah, a lot of the it was a little egregious. They were like, "Hey, we're hey. out of early access. Double the price. Double the price. Yay!" Uh, and also, we're gonna release DLC while we're still in early access. That's only backwards compatible with the DLC itself. So you have to buy the DLC if you want dragons. Well, that's scumbag. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. That's forget about Ark. I that guess. you know, I mean, you know, let's keep they, going. They used to have be great developers, and now they suck. Um, 
Batman the Enemy Within. This is the first episode of the second season of Telltale's Batman the Game. I'm excited. I mean, I know you don't really care for the Did Telltale you play season one. Uh, I saw it on YouTube. I love the story. I love the characters. It's kind of been on my radar, but you know, it's it's like you know, I I I just have too much right now. Planning to pick it up or no? I think so. Because I've heard that they're taking a really great take on Batman. Oh yeah, it's a wonderful take on Batman. I love the I, I've always loved the writing of Telltale Games, mm-hmm. but this is like this is some of my favorite writing that they've ever done. Yeah, the the thing with me is I love Telltale Games, but it it got a little bit like they they Ubisoft it a little bit where it's like all right like I I see the roadmap now it's it's not fun anymore. No, here's the thing. With the Batman games, I never knew where it was going. It just constantly and threw stuff at you left and right, and it was awesome. And that's really interesting. And once they fix their engine, I'll be happy to get back in. Yeah. Bethesda do the same thing. Yeah. Um, just saying. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on. Uh, final release. Uh, Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun. This is for you strategy fans out there. Uh, it's Total War, light, not light. It's a similar game to Total War or to Conquest and uh, Command and Conquer. You know, just big armies, strategies, make battles happen, and they look amazing. Mm-hmm. That's about as much as I can gather from what I saw of the game itself. Looks like it might be fun. I'm not a strategy guy. Mm. Um, if it's for if you are a strategy guy, that's or or gal, pick it up. That that sounds fun. I definitely am a strategy guy, but I'm go. bad at it, so I don't know. And I, I didn't. I never like. I don't have context for these games, so I'm not sure if I like them. Like I've never played like the Total Wars or anything. Like the closest I have is like your traditional RTSs, your like Warcraft threes, and like your, um, like Civilization. I played. That's exactly is, what is they it are. Anything like it? Yeah, the, it's exactly what they are, but with armies. Okay, that's all it is. It's just armies. I mean, that sounds like my kind of game, so I might check it out. There you go. And I do have $30 in my Steam account right now because I refound it. I refunded Player Unknown's Battlegrounds because I hated it. <laughs> Isn't that getting microtransactions too? Um, yeah, but it's like Overwatch through Just Cosmetics. So It's got microtransactions. It's not in early access anymore. There you go. There you go, player unknown. You're no longer in early access because now people can start paying more money to for be your fair. Product. It's a little, it's a little unique of a situation. They've made a statement that the only reason that they're doing it is because they want to fund tournaments. Okay, so they're using all that money to fund tournaments. Apparently, uh, all right. But I think you should take it out of early access. It's 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 a complicated thing to do. If it's I'm like I know okay it's to fun it. tournaments, but you know you are making money off of a game that is technically not finished yet. I I think I mean, you should finish it and then you can do microtransactions. I feel like you sign up for that as when you get early access. But I just want to tell you the story of how I refunded this game because I played it for uh, a uh, like cumulative time of two minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, before I found out just how much I hated all of it. <laughs> Oh, this is like, I don't think there could possibly be a game that combines everything I hate about first person shooters than this. And I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad quality game. I'm just saying for a person with my tastes, this is everything I hate put together. I because see. I see I'm, I'm bad at shooting. I'm bad at aiming. I always used to play shooters on console, so I'm terrible with the mouse and keyboard. 
So oh I my. just I just get wrecked. I get wrecked all day. So you could probably plug in a controller. And I mean, make it life a little bit easier. I I guess I could, but then I'm playing against people with my mice and keyboards, and that's not fun. But the thing is, like, um, like I jumped into two matches. The first match, um, I went into a building, saw a guy. He punched me to death. That was it. It took like two minutes to finish that match. The second match, I I joined in, and then the game crashed, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Because, like... You got Mike Tyson, and then the game said it's done. Because the, the, the thing is... I, I don't understand the appeal of the game. Um, because I think the appeal is, you know, it's just... it's You're, you're playing the Hunger Games. You're playing the, the Hunger Games more... And it's a better but, quality Hunger Games than the, but, but the you previous almost, Hunger Games game that came out, which I forget that what the name was. Uh, the King of the Hill, or H1Z1, or one of those. Uh, something along those lines. But the thing is... Most of the time, you don't, like, it's focused on survival, so you're just sneaking around and shit. Like, you're not actually shooting stuff. Right. So, that just sounds like you're camping. and like how, A little bit. What's, but fun, what's the fun part? The, the fun part, I think, comes from, partially, it's one of those games that I think would be really fun with people. You know, just people you know. Yeah, because you can group up, and you can team up, and you can have all these, like, kind of, like, basically faction wars. I mean, that sounds like fun, I guess. And because the game is in a constantly, you know, closing circle uh, area of play, and if you go outside mm-hmm. of it, you die. Uh, I mean, that's where I think the fun is. The fact that it's constantly just forcing the players together, and the tension rackets up as the player count goes down because people keep dying, and all of a sudden you're wondering who's going to come out on top. Right, I just... It like the thing that was really annoying to me about it is the fight between me and the other guy was literally just like yeah 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 right and it's like oh the tension is gone immediately yeah because because like this is a weird comparison but stick with me in okay. for in for honor when you face off against somebody else yep you're like oh shit yeah and then you like doing all these combos and all this crazy shit and it looks dope. Yeah, and, yeah, it does, and it's tense. Like in player unknowns, it's like you're camped in a corner somewhere, and you're like, "Oh my god, just please, nobody open the door." And like, I guess that's tension, but that isn't fun to me. That's just like, that's just like, I hope nobody shoots me now. Oh, I hope nobody shoots me now again. That's fair, you know. Like, what? Wh- whereas, like, in in games like For Honor, the tension is what's the move he's gonna do next. In player unknowns, it's just like. It's just like, oh, I hope I'm lucky. Yeah. And what? I I get that. Yeah. I I definitely get that. But that's just my preference. I'm not saying it's a bad game. Don't chew me out. I'm not. But go play Crash. It's the best game of all time. (laughs) Titanfall 2. Just saying. Just saying. Titanfall 2. Just saying. Alrighty. uh, Are there any any other games that we have on the releases? Nope. Just that. Just those. Alrighty, well... Uh, Those are the only ones I found that were interesting, and hey, maybe maybe you find something else that's interesting, you know, let us know down in the comments if you find something good, but I just I just saw mobile games again, Co- just constant lines of mobile games, constant VR games, 
I don't have an Oculus. I don't have a Vive. I don't it's, have a PSVR. It's almost like care. you're you're playing a, a a game of Total War against armies of mobile games. <laughs> uh, now I'm just thinking about it, and I feel bad. I I don't feel good. You gotta get me home. All right, ah. guys. Thank you so much for. Thank you so much for watching or listening, however you're enjoying this content. Really appreciate it. You can find the both of us on Twitter for questions. I think Connor... Uh, Connor? Uh, Connor. Uh, I think Connor is slowly dying. Um, over uh, here. Uh, so I need to go lay him to bed and give him give him a chill pill. I, basically, what I need to do is lay him down on bed, tape a TV with Titan Fall on his ceiling, and just give him a controller. Yay! That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, uh, by the way, just last quick side note, I just saw this sick setup on the Rocket League subreddit where some guy had three TVs with three PS4s right next to one another. And the guy is too much money. Him and his buddies were playing Rocket League, and I was like, I wish I I wish I could just steal this from you. That guy has too much money. Anyway. But we should steal it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you so much uh, for watching. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm at, Connor. You can find me on Twitter at the Vanilla Chris. And you can find me on Twitter at Connor Aham. That's H A M M E. And if you like this kind of show, then uh, give us a subscribe on youtube.com slash Game of Dorks. Um, actually, you have to search for Game of Dorks in the search bar because I don't think that link specifically works. Um, or on okay. iTunes or anything, you can find us on Button Masters. We're also on SoundCloud. Um, and this is the podcast about video games. And Where we, we will gush. see you again next week.